Welcome to the Miranda Rights Podcast. I'm Crystal. I'm Vanessa. We're the Miranda Sisters. We have the right to remain silent. But we probably won't. (laughs) Okay. So how was your week? Anything good or bad happen to you? Good. Really, really good. This morning, I weighed myself before I went to the doctor. Uh Uh-huh. And I lost one more pound somehow. Oh, did you? Oh, shit. I know. I weighed myself today and I gained like seven pounds back. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so pissed off. Are you PMSing or something? Uh, no. I don't no. know. I, don't, I have to check again because it was like, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to convince myself that the scale was wrong. Yes, it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> that was my like highlight for this. Week. Oh, cool. Yeah. What was your, did you have anything bad happen to you? Um, no, not necessarily bad, but, um, anything offsetting, um, when one of our really good friends, her mom. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was sad. Sorry, Clara. Yeah. Sorry. So that was sad. Our condolences. Yes, for sure. So that was kind of just kind of sad, you know, but God bless him. You know, mm-hmm. so anyways, what about you? Um, well, I don't know why I always like my good thing is, um, I always gravitate towards Too Faced. I love their, two, the, I love the Too Faced, um, I love their palettes, like their eyeshadow palettes. Mm-hmm. I love everything about Too Faced. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really, really I'm just like a Too Faced fanatic. I just mm-hmm. like, I love everything about them. And I keep saying that, but it's true because I do. But, um, so I was like, oh, I found one of my Tarte palettes and I have mm. like a bunch of palettes. So I found one of my Tarte ones and I've been wearing that for the past. My, I found one of my Tarte eyeshadow palettes and I've been wearing that one for like the past two weeks. But I love, I forget how much I love Tarte. Yeah. It, goes on so smooth i was gonna say that and mm-hmm. their shadows are like butter mm-hmm. oh my god yes. i love tart. i love tart mm-hmm. and i'm like oh, what the, what is wrong with me i don't i need to start using more of my tart mm-hmm. palettes yeah tart's awesome they're wonderful i know Too Faced is really good too but yeah tart their 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 eyeshadow is like goes on so smooth yeah and it blends so well mm-hmm. i love it so I think I'm all, I think my makeup's always popping. It, it probably is. It's popping today. It looks thank good. Thank you. Thank you. I look like a homeless. That's okay. Soccer go- mom today. <laughs> I had to go to work, so that's why yeah. I kind of look decent. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. And then I didn't really have anything bad happen to me this week. It was just mundane. Mm-hmm. But also today I took Maddie to the dentist Mm-hmm. And so they were so freaking busy today. And so we were just waiting in the room. And um, I was like, Maddie, you want to watch a movie on Netflix? Because I have Netflix <laughs> on my phone. Uh-huh. She's like, yeah. So then we put on the evil dead. <laughs> <laughs> in the dentist's office. In the dentist's office. So um, that was fun. And uh, you, all you hear is all this screaming. And then like right when it got good, like right when the girl got possessed, the dentist walks in with oh. his assistant. And I was like, God damn it. And then he's like, is everything okay? 
I was like, yeah, we're just watching a scary movie. He's like, you guys are watching a scary movie? I was like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, dang. <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, but nothing. Uh, like, nothing. There's like no highlight or anything. Yeah. Um. So that was it. Pretty chill. Yeah, it was pretty chill. That's good. <laughs> Went to work this whole week. So. Except for Monday. Except for Monday, I was off mm-hmm. Monday. Yeah. Oh, that was oh that was another highlight. I was off Monday. Oh my god, I it was know. so nice. Isn't it just grand? Everybody should have every Monday off all the I time. I think so too. Mondays and Fridays. Yeah. We should only really work like three days a week. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, that's it. So we are doing this uh, episode um, because somebody. Well, there was a couple people that asked us to do it. Like an overview? Yeah, like an mm-hmm. overview of the Epstein um, case and what we talked about. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? I think it's a good idea. What did you think about the way he acquired his wealth in the beginning? Or how they speculate? I mean, people are like, it doesn't really matter. And it... I don't want to say it doesn't matter because mm-hmm. I think it all ties in to the way that the way that he is as a person, the mm-hmm. way that he is as a con artist, as a, you know, the way he thinks criminally. Like, mm-hmm. I just think he's always been that person, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, even like in, in Dalton, when he was working at Dalton High School, they said, and I think I mentioned it in the first one where uh, students were complaining mm-hmm. that he had um, like kind of like this special relationship with one of the uh, students, students mm-hmm. which is a girl, obviously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, liked, he liked girls. He wasn't. A, mm-hmm. He preferred girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and my question, I guess, is, and I'm not blaming the school because it happens everywhere. And mm-hmm. I think that people, they don't want to think the worst of people. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if you're employees, you want to kind of, I guess you don't want to think that way. Mm-hmm. You know, you kind of like, well, whether you know that person or not, I mm-hmm. still feel like it's, it's something that, I guess it's a hard pill, hard pill to swallow for mm-hmm. some people. Absolutely. That's what I think mm-hmm. when it comes to stuff like that. So you kind of overlook little things. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. I like, would agree. you know, you kind of like, well, that didn't, that was kind of odd mm-hmm. or weird, but they explain it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how a lot of Epstein people and, you know, pedophiles, I say Epstein's, but they're pedophiles a lot of how these pedophiles are able to hide in plain sight Mm -hmm. i'm using air quotes Mm -hmm. um because of that Mm -hmm. yep well first of all i want to say great job you did a really good job on all your uh real episodes and research and stuff like that so that was really really cool i really liked about how you went into the um the background like you know, from his childhood all the way through his death to his death. Yeah. Thanks. Um, 
I thought that was great research. So good job. That means a lot. That was really, really good on your part. And then I also wanted to add that because I watched the 2020. Have you watched it yet? Uh, (laughs) So, okay. Hold on. So I've been trying to watch it. And I've Uh watched like half of it. And Mm -hmm. that's it. Like I haven't even watched the whole thing. Okay. Well, I just wanted to comment on that. And because I watched it like the first week it came out. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> they started basically from when he started um, with Maria Farmer. Yeah, yeah, with Maria Farmer. So I thought it was very helpful that, you know, we had already, I had already, you know, heard a couple of your episodes and, or we talked about it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just want to say that the episode that of Maria Farmer, that came out two weeks before that. Oh, okay. 2020 came out. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Because Monica um, mm-hmm. Hernandez, a.k.a. Krantzman. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> she had texted me and asked me, she was like, did you, did you base your, your episodes on that 2020 piece? And I said, right. no, I haven't even watched it. Mm-hmm. It hadn't even come out yet. Mm. So I didn't even know about it. Oh, okay. So... Like the 2020, I don't know if you remember, but it just, like you said, it starts off, you know, like, you know, basically with Maria, mm-hmm. is that her name? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, but, you know, I, I liked how you went into from his childhood on. Oh, I on get what through, you're saying. You know, yeah. so it gave like a history. So, yeah. I mean, they did the meat of it, mm-hmm. which is, which was still good anyways, but I thought not even watching it you followed it very very well you know like so it was really good and um so i just want to say good job really good job and i just want to input that i work (laughs) (laughs) full-time i work a full-time job full-time mom i'm a (laughs) full-time mother (laughs) i say i sound so excited when i say that And, um, and then I have, you know, my, the house, I have to yeah. clean and do laundry and do all these things. Yes. And all I got to say is really hard. I don't know how you did it. And don't expect to our listeners. Don't expect that shit for me. Cause <laughs> it won't fucking happen. Well, I think it was because like, you know, when I started it, I, I thought like it was going to be just something like, Oh, okay. You mm-hmm. know, um, kind of just like a overview of the case like what we're doing now but as i started digging and getting into it Mm -hmm. it's a freaking it's a rabbit hole like and it just sucks you in because you're like what Mm -hmm. and he and i'm sorry to say but like a lot of a lot of the um there was a lot of people that i guess attributed to his you know his pedophilia Mm -hmm. i mean there was um there was somebody that said he was um that this case was the most prolific pedophile case or a prolific pedophilia case of this generation mm-hmm. or of this era or whatever mm-hmm. and that is really fucking sad mm-hmm. because i don't care how much money you have i mean it it clearly shows how the justice how our justice system Mm -hmm. works in this country Mm -hmm. and like we're supposed to be like the land of the free the home of the brave or whatever Mm -hmm. and i i do believe in that but our justice system is so fucked right and i hate to say that but it's true Mm -hmm. you know if you don't have money 
mm-hmm. mean, if he had, if let's just say he didn't have money. Mm-hmm. Let's just say he was just some guy down that lived down the street from you or down right. the street from me. Right. Um, and this went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That but, wouldn't happen. But, I mean, at the same time, like, there are pedophiles out there who don't have money. Mm-hmm. And who offend, or, yeah, they offend constantly Mm -hmm. i mean there was a case not too long ago this guy had been molesting kids for over a period of like 20 years Mm -hmm. in casa grande and they Mm -hmm. finally caught him after like 20 plus years Mm -hmm. how many girls did he molest Mm -hmm. within that 20 years right and if you think about jeffrey epstein like Mm -hmm. he it's and, and if if you listen to like the podcasts and you like read the Miami Herald, Julie K. Brown's um, piece on the Miami Herald perversion of justice, this guy wanted girls three times a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is insane. Three times a day. So three times seven is what? 20, 21. 21? Mm-hmm. 21 times. Times four. Four. That's, there you go. 21 times more. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not be 84. a math genius. 84. 84, right? Mm-hmm. A week? 84 a month. 84 a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. A year? Okay. That's way beyond my math skills. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Let me get my calculator. Yeah, get your calculator. <laughs> so he just rounded out about 100. It's like almost 1,200 yeah. or 12,000, right? I don't know. 1,200. I'm, I'm horrible. I'm horrible at math. It'd be almost 1,200. I cannot But just count. for the sake of it, me. Let's check my math. So seven times three. I can't. It's 21. I can barely count to three. <laughs> times four is 84. Mm-hmm. Times 12 is, yeah, 1,008. 1,008? Mm-hmm. So that's 1,008 girls. That's a year. A year. So times that by 20. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. 20,000 basically. Yeah, 20,000 and they only they only tracked down like what thirty six girls. Dang. Oh, and then he did. Okay, so then he had a modeling. He went through a modeling agency, and they would get girls from Brazil, from France, from mm-hmm. Russia, and oh god, I forgot the name of that modeling. I I I knew I was forgetting something. Um, I think it's like called MC something. Mm-hmm. Um, you can probably Google Google it and it'll tell you, but, um, so the guy, I want to say the guy was from France, the one that owned that he was like the manager, Jeffrey Epstein was funding it. And, um, this guy would like provide him girls. Mm -hmm. So it was way more than what they're saying, Mm -hmm. you know? Those are just the ones that came forward. Yeah, those are mm-hmm. just the ones that came forward. And then you have to remember Nadia. I don't know how to say her last name, so I'm horrible mm-hmm. at that too. And it's Yugoslavian, so mm-hmm. it's really hard. But, you know, Nadia, he bought her from her parents. You mm-hmm. know, it's just, it's so, and the whole case is insane. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you if you follow it or once you get into it, you're like, well, why this? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? Mm-hmm. So then you start researching all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, you just get sucked in. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's so true. You just get sucked in the whole, but it's almost like, 
you know, I can't. It's almost like a good book. Like you can't stop reading it exactly. because you can't make this shit up. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, how is this going on? How did this person, what is, what is going on? You know, yeah. and that's, that's how you get sucked into that vortex. And it's so sad that, um, Julie K. Brown, uh-huh. is that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How she was the one that dug into. Okay. Or do, is she the one that dug into? I have something to say about that but go ahead okay continue that she dug into all of those different um cases Mm -hmm. and she's the one that pieced it together right she's the Mm -hmm. one that put the puzzle pieces together yes she did and going Mm -hmm. through all those documents i mean it took over her life that is crazy but i mean it was good sorry i mean to cut you off but it was it was it needed to be done yeah it needed to be done and it was you know, amazing that she was able to put that together and piece everything together, help um, the voice of these women, these young girls, the victims that 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 happened to. I mean, that was amazing work. She she was not in law enforcement at all whatsoever. Mm -mm. But but somehow. But that just goes to show like how important um, investigative journalism is, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, people, I, I I guess I want to say like a lot of people are saying it's not something to get into. It's not like if you listen to broken, um, the Jeff broken Jeffrey Epstein, Mm -hmm. the podcast by three and Kenny four, they talk about Julie, um, and how she struggled, how she grew up with, um, she grew up in a one parent household. She Mm -hmm. grew up, um, her mom was always working. Mm-hmm. She said one time they couldn't afford to pay their electric their electric bill, so they came and took their furniture. Mm. Like it's, I mean, you know, and and it's sad because, I mean, she grew up kind of like the girls, like these girls did. You know, that's what I was gonna say. In a sense, she could relate. Yeah, to definitely. their backgrounds, mm-hmm. their upbringing, their their home life. You know, living with single parents that have to work, obviously, Mm -hmm. to pay bills, Mm -hmm. you know, and and she could relate to that. Yeah. And, you know, and then so she met this couple and this older couple um, and they like encouraged her to go to school. They encouraged her, you know, to follow her dreams um, and they helped her, you know, Mm -hmm. and. So she says without them, she you know, probably would have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's my dog. Oh, Huff it out, Von Trail. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, and then, and then, so she, and then she goes into how she went to school for investigative journalism. I think she started off as something, she started off wanting to do something else. And then mm-hmm. she got kind of like intrigued by investigative journalism. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then after that, um, she she got a an internship with the paper, mm-hmm. and they offered her a job, and she declined it because she wanted to finish school. So she did. She finished school, but she said she always worked. Like mm-hmm. she was like her mom. She always worked because she said she you know money was always tight with her, and and um, she had to raise her kids, and you know. So she said that she waitressed a lot. Mm-hmm. And she she just did so many you know she worked her ass off so I feel like 
you know, and then, uh, so, and, you know, to go back on what you said, Julie K. Brown is the one who broke it. There was, I was watching, um, I was list, I started like going through just, you know, like YouTubing Jeffrey Epstein. And I, I stumbled upon this podcast called, um, I think I told you about it. I, I told you his name was Chris, uh, Prater, mm -hmm. but it's Chad. Mm. <laughs> but, um, he has a really good, um, podcast too. And I couldn't listen to the whole thing, but, um, he said there was a news anchor at, uh, I want to say it was NBC or ABC. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I remember, but one of those, and she said that three years prior to it coming out, mm -hmm. she had the story and she had Virginia Roberts mm -hmm. and her, the head of NBC or ABC news told her not to do it. She said that she was forced to not do it. So all these higher ups, all these people, these well-educated people, these people who are in the media, they all knew and heard about it. Mm -hmm. They just didn't want to talk about it. And right. it's because I'm sorry. And I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying this, but there's a bigger pedophile ring going on than we know mm -hmm. because he was involved with a lot of people. Right. And like Virginia Roberts said, he didn't do this by himself. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of people who knew his staff knew he, um, he had hired gynecologists, dentists. He had, um, like he had people flying on the Lolita express. That's what mm -hmm. they named his plane. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and the pilots there and, and one of the podcasts said, I don't remember which one, but they said that he had like 11 to 12 year old girls on the plane with him mm -hmm. wearing like, what is it? Candy striper outfits. I don't mm -hmm. know what those are, mm -hmm. but they were sitting on his lap and, you know, hanging out with these older men. Mm -hmm. I mean, it wasn't just Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of people that were involved. Right. And like Prince Andrew, <laughs> that guy's a closet case. <laughs> He's so... Right. <sighs> so I heard that he got kicked out of the royal, <laughs> the royal compound. And yeah. He no longer lives there. Yes. And then they, okay, so the chat... Prater, I think it's Prater, Prater, I don't remember. But anyway, um, they played a clip of like where it was a BBC interview with um, Prince Andrew and the interviewer was asking him all these questions mm -hmm. and swear to God, he legit had nothing to say. He was like stumbling over his words. Mm -hmm. He was, he kept um, stuttering. Like he would, he didn't have an answer for half of the questions she asked him. Like mm -hmm. she asked him, why would you, you know, so for instance, you know, when he had stayed at Jeffrey Epstein's house, I guess it was like in 2010, mm -hmm. he, they had like, um, like a party for him, you know, because he had done his quote unquote, I'm using air quotes time, you know, in mm -hmm. Florida. And so, um, Prince Andrew was like, um, the guest or like, um, I guess the guest of honor or whatever. I don't know how would you would, how they said that. I forgot how they said it, but, uh -huh. um, so he was there and they, and she asked him like, you know, it, he was at that point, you know, he was a pedophile. Like, why did you continue to 
stay at his at his house Property. at his uh -huh. yeah at his townhouses and um he was like well there was there was that was the only place for me to stay there was nowhere else for me to stay you're in New York, about a rich guy. Yeah, it, not even rich. He's a royal. royal. He's a royal. He's royalty. Royalty. <laughs> He's a royal legit royalty, and yeah. there's nowhere for him to stay. And that's what they were saying. And then they were saying that he was the party prince. And he's like, party prince? I'm not a party prince. <laughs> and then as he's saying he's not a party prince, like they're showing like pictures of him with all these girls. Like <laughs> he's partying, like you know. Wow. And, so, I mean, he's just like, le like straight out legit, le just like lying to mm. the interviewer. And mm -hmm. it's so funny. You guys have to YouTube it. It's a BBC. I, f I don't know what the interviewer's interview is called. And there's a lot of other, like that Chad Prather guy or his, the girl that invest, like did the research for him. Mm -hmm. She did an, an amazing job on the research. And oh, really? you guys should listen to that podcast too. I don't know. Um, I just heard the first one. I didn't get to hear the other ones because he mm -hmm. did like a series like how we did. And, um, but it's pretty good. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Interesting. What is it called again? Chad, the Chad Prather show or something oh, okay. like that. Mm -hmm. It's on Spotify. I don't know. You can, I'm sure you can find it on Spotify. Mm -hmm. I haven't looked for it though on mm. there. Cool. Yeah, so it's funny though because they just kind of like, and you know, and and we'll chat and them. They're like, you know, because they're like a comedy podcast mm -hmm. too. And he's like, you know, this isn't the time to be, um, you know, joking or whatever. And and it's not, but mm -hmm. you know, I mean, what there's nothing else to do but laugh because everybody acts so oblivious. Right. To everything that was happening, like, right in front of their face. Right. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, it's it's insane how mm -hmm. oblivious people acted. Right. You know? Like, they right. didn't know nothing. Nobody knew anything. And I had no idea that he was doing this. I had no idea he mm -hmm. had 11 or 12-year-old girls on the Lolita Express when they were on the fucking plane. Like, right. Bill Clinton was like, I've only been on that plane for, like, I've only been on that plane, like, four times. Motherfucker was on there like 27 fucking times. How do you And then how do you lie about that? Mm -hmm. Like, people are going to find out. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't understand the lying part. Like, right. people are not dumb. People leak information all the time. Right, right. How is nobody going to find out? Like, that's so stupid. Right. It's stupid to me to lie when people have the evidence, like, right there in front of your face. Mm -hmm. Well, people just why <laughs> i guess you know i mean, I mean? Like, it's it's insane to me though and i'm not saying i've never lied because right. that's a fucking lie well it's just you know if you admit to the truth then you're admitting fault basically exactly you know yeah but then why i mean people are gonna find out anyways mm -hmm. it took them like 2.5 seconds once he made that statement it took them like that to find the the charter logs for that right plane right or is that how you say it? The charter logs? Oh, I don't know. I'm not professional at pilot all. Pilot logs. Maybe <laughs> something. <kidding>. Flight logs. <laughs> but, I mean, people just, you know, if they if they admit it, then they're admitting fault. They're admitting to um, 
basically, you know, trafficking also. I mean, you're, yeah, you know what I'm yes, saying? Yeah, so, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, people's careers are on the line here, but when it's in front of their face, they're not thinking about that. They're like, yeah. oh, nobody's ever going to find out yeah. type of deal. Which you is know? stupid because we have the internet. Mm-hmm. People, I don't know. So anyway, and then we get into Les Wexner. Mm-hmm. That guy is a closet case too. He's something, something's up with that guy. I don't know what it is. And he is a closet case pedophile, closet case, closet case. I don't know. He's a closet case. Something He's Mm -hmm. a closet case, nutcase. Mm -hmm. He's, I, I don't know. I, I, why? Okay. So for the life of me, I don't understand this. Like the Victoria's secret execs had been telling him like, you need to watch out for this guy. Mm -hmm. He is you know, playing a Victoria's Secret scout and he's not good. He's, you know, there's, he has this reputation of mm-hmm. touching girls inappropriately. And I mean, there, there was more than, um, mm-hmm. Alicia Arden. It was more mm-hmm. than just her. Mm-hmm. So they told him about it. Mm-hmm. So why would you keep in contact with this person maria farmer when she when she was living um in new albany you Mm -hmm. know was it ohio i think i don't remember (laughs) i think it was ohio um you know why would she have to call his wife can i go for a run in the freaking backyard Mm -hmm. what kind of shit is that Mm -hmm. that's like holding somebody hostage to me Mm -hmm. that's what it sounds like yeah I mean, if somebody told me you can't go for a run, you have to do it inside the house, I'd be like, fuck you. Who the hell do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, you're I not the boss I wouldn't of me. be running. <laughs> Let's well, just say that. Well, if, yeah. <laughs> but if I was running to the buffet line now, that's a different story. Well, yeah. I would be pissed if I had to ask if I can run to the exactly. buffet line. That shit would piss me off. Well, I mean... Any asking for permission for anything, but yes, I wouldn't be running either. But I mean. <laughs> but if I had to ask permission to even go to the backyard, I'd be like, "Fuck you! You're not the boss of me." And I have a twist right here. What's that guy's Les Wexner? Yeah, Les Wexner. How about this? How about he was Jeffrey Epstein's. Uh, <laughs> undercover. Uh huh. Lover. He I know you're gonna say sugar that. Daddy. I know you're gonna say that. that Why would somebody be would so willing to hand, to hand everything over, yeah, over to somebody? Power of attorney, all of that crap. I know. I th- I think that they were. I think he was his sugar daddy. It and hey, maybe I'm crazy. He probably liked girls, but I mean, I think he got in good somehow. Oh, yeah. And he probably gave up that ass. He probably did. And if he did, it would not I'm surprise jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it would not surprise me. But, um, I mean, I, I don't think a, that was his preference, but oh, no. But I mean, hey, I don't, you know, and I mean, I thought, I thought about that too. He, Spent, according to him, the yeah, the, yes. the speech Les, that he yeah Les, Les Wexner, Wexner the speech that he gave right oh on the twenty twenty yeah, thing I didn't see tw- that I didn't see that far okay so he said on there and I think he said in, in other other reports publicly or whatever um, that 
he that Jeffrey had stolen millions of dollars from his company. Yes. So, what? How do you call that? Embezzled. Embezzled. Or yeah, he embezzled all this money from him. I don't even him. know if I'm using the right term. So, yeah, you did. He's well, yeah. He's. But, so I mean, okay, so that was a cover up, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that he was his uh, secret sugar daddy, and I think that. J.E. was giving up that ass, giving up that poo cappy to that Les Wexner. You know, that wouldn't surprise me. And I thought about that, too, because there's I mean, I mean, how would come on? Like, come on. Yeah. I, I mean, that ass must it, have been tight. <laughs> J.E.'s ass must have been tight. Dang. He's doing them Kegel exercises uh, on his asshole. What does he do? <laughs> I want to know. Well, I mean, and he didn't do it just to Les. He did it to other people, too. Like, he did it to Stephen Hoffenberg. Who did it? Jeffrey Epstein. Oh. Yeah, like, did he did what, it. smuggled? Oh. Yeah, he embezzled. embezzled. Yeah. He was embezzling money, writing himself yeah. checks, you know, yeah. behind Stephen Hoffenberg's back. Uh-huh. and. You know, he did a lot of shady shit in the beginning of when he was in Bear Stearns. They think, they think, they can't prove it, but they think he embezzled a lot of money when he was working with Bear Stearns, which right. I'm sure he did because mm-hmm. he only worked there for a year and then he was out. Right. Um, so, I mean. But he had to up the ante. That's what I'm saying. No, yeah, Maybe I know. those other people, you know, they didn't go that way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. But I, what I'm saying, I guess, is that he did this to a lot of people. So, yeah, um, yeah and I don't, that doesn't, so that would not surprise me if that is the case. But here's mm-hmm. another thing, too. Like, Les goes and says, like, he stole this money from him. <sighs> I but, think he gave it. I don't think he stole it. Yeah, I definitely. Aware. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's but not again, dumb. How the hell are you a fucking billionaire and you're that fucking stupid? I mean, you got that like, much money that you can't exactly. see that you're missing millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> exactly. Like, come it's not on. like a measly five or a hundred dollars, right? It's like, Gee, if I was missing a dollar, girl, thank bitch, you. I'd be on the phone with a my bank. A quarter, a quarter <laughs> for I'm me. Like, uh, this is 25 yeah. cents off from my check. <laughs> I'm like, what happened to that quarter I freaking had right here? Like, yeah. I'm not, you know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, he, how do you not know that? And how do you not know, you know, while you're work, while someone's working for their company, i.e. Bear Stearns, like, how do you not know that money is missing from your mm-hmm. company? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, when Stephen Hoffenberg, how do you not know he was writing himself checks? He was, he was, he got so rich with Stephen Hoffenberg that he mm-hmm. tried to buy Pan Am. It's an mm-hmm. airline back in the day mm-hmm. that went bankrupt, but... Mm-hmm. And I want to say, like, him and Stephen Hoffenberg were trying to buy it. But, like, in the podcast, The Mysterious Mr. Epstein mm-hmm. um, by Wondery, that Stephen, Stephen Hoffenberg says that it was him that wanted to buy it. So mm-hmm. I heard two, like, two different stories. But I'm sure it was Jeffrey Epstein that wanted mm-hmm. to buy a stupid fucking airline. That's how much money he had. That's how much money he had. He wanted to buy a fucking airline. Right. That's insane. So he wanted I mean, to buy an airline so he could traffic more girls. Oh yeah, I mean he yeah. had this guy had a fucking plan since day one. From the time he stepped foot into Dalton, mm-hmm. he had a fucking plan. He was a planner. Mm-hmm. He wasn't dumb. He didn't do anything yeah. out of impulse. Nothing was out of impulse. Yeah. It was always planned. Yep. So mm-hmm. yeah, less less is something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Ghislaine is something else too. 
I don't know. So now, Miha. Now, Miha. <laughs> refresh my memory, Miha. <laughs> How the hell is this bitch missing? Oh, yeah. That's what I wanted to talk about. So she's missing. They cannot find her. Okay. And they've looked for her. They've contacted her attorneys. You cannot tell me you cannot find that fucking bitch. You cannot tell me the FBI, the CIA, the Army, the, the National, National Guard, Guard, the, the Army, Army, the Navy. <laughs> All these people. my dad people. hears about this, he's going to kick your ass. <laughs> Ghislaine, Max, boo. Like, how do you not, how can you not find this person? If they can find Osama, right? Is that his name? Well, I always, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If they, if the fucking Navy SEALs can find Osama or the CIA, right? The, the CIA found him, but the Navy SEALs went and killed him. Mm-hmm. If those motherfuckers can find that motherfucker, why can't they find Ghislaine? Mm. That bitch cannot be that good at hiding. I know. At all. I know. And you know what? They need to find her because she's probably fucking finger banging somebody else. Well, you you know, she was the one who was recruiting exactly. these girls and she was teaching them how to give blowjobs. That's what I'm saying. How to do shit. I mean that she was she was a co-conspirator. Exactly. And and who knows she could be working for somebody else like oh. Jeffrey Epstein, you know, um some other freaking chomo, you know, helping him fucking rake in the millions or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just don't think that she's just going to lay around and go belly up. No, she's not. I mean, the, and she's out there doing some freaky shady shit somewhere and she needs to be stopped. I think she, she needs to be charged. I think Jeffrey. I want to talk to her first so she can teach me how to give a BJ. No. <laughs> <laughs> two billionaires, <Yes>. two billionaires. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But yeah, that's, you know, she's another, oh, and then I wanted to talk about how they were saying that they, Jeffrey Epstein and her were spies trying to, um, you know, don't try take to, down, trying to build this bitch up. Exactly. And this freaking chomo up. That's, Stop you know, it. they were trying to, um, get, uh, acquire, what is it? acquire info wasn't the word I'm looking for, but they were, you know, trying to get dirt on these big people. Oh, so they were spies like, Oh, which is a fucking lie. It is an ab that is, that shouldn't even be a conspiracy theory. It should not even be a thought in anybody's head. I have no idea, but Oh, it's because they saw her. Um, after all this had happened, they saw her at an in and out burger. And that's another thing. If she has all this fucking money, why is she she in in and out? Thank you. But anyways, because it's all set. It's just set up. Like, so I guess she was reading this book and it was like a, like a spy book, you know, so you know then, why she's reading spy books because she wants to be tricking somebody else exactly. now. Well, then she's What's probably trying to dead. <laughs> her daddy's dead. There's two main pedophiles in her life. Yes. Chomo's in her life. So she wants to know how to get one up on somebody else. That's what she, she's trying Well, to. I mean, you, you could even flip that and say that she's trying to figure out how to go into hiding, right? If you're a spy, you have to hide, yeah. you know, and... I don't know. That's a bullshit ass fucking theory, though. They were not spies. They're fucking pedophiles. And mm-hmm. she was helping with that. She was helping that motherfucker. Yes. I agree. That is bull. 
And then what else did I want to talk about? Oh, and so Jeffrey Epstein owned a ranch in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get it, Voodoo? She's humping my leg. Voodoo's humping my sister's leg. It's so hilarious. <laughs> yes, queen. So um, they're, they're talk- they talked about his ranch in um, New Mexico. It's called... Um, What's it called? Zorro Ranch or something like that. Um, so he was there. So they have never searched that property. The Zorro Ranch? Yeah, they have never searched that property. Why? And his, I don't know who it was. God, I, I'm sorry, guys. After... After the episodes, I kind of just like... I was like... Went okay. off the face of the earth. Yeah, I was kind of like... Okay. Yeah. Well then, yeah, I was kind of like, I'm done. I was like, okay, I don't really have to do anything. But then as like toward like today, I was like, oh my God, I wanted to talk about that. And I wanted to talk about that. And I wanted to talk Mm -hmm. about that. And then I did this half-assed list. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But anyways, um, I want to say was one of his staff members, but somebody had said that the police and the FBI needed to search that house because there was a lot of fucking evidence there. That's what I was going to say. And they have not searched it. Because they're fucking stupid. You know why? Because he's dead. Yeah, they think everything's going to go away because this motherfucker There's died. probably people hiding over there. Starving uh, to death. I wouldn't put it past him to have freaking, uh, freaking sex slaves. Probably freaking tied up or something. Just freaking hanging out waiting for somebody to go save them or some shit. And then he wanted to... Okay, so then he wanted to impregnate all these girls, right? With his seed. Ew. I know. You know why? Because he wanted freaking babies and sell them to freaking sell them on the black market to pedophiles <laughs> yeah and that would not surprise me that would not surprise I bet me you because that's another freaking billion dollar business oh yeah that's on the black market did you and know that, that would make him more money did you know that um sex trafficking brings in like a over a billion dollars a year yeah and the busiest time, so I got this off of Chad Prather, whatever his name is. And the busiest time Super Bowl. for is Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Busiest time for sex trafficking is Super Bowl. Yeah. And it is like notorious in Nashville, Tennessee. What? Yeah, that's what he was saying. I was, I Why was like, Nashville. I don't fucking know. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, what I the fuck the is hell? over there? Well, Nashville, Tennessee is where all the musicians and stuff happen. Like, right? Well, they don't happen there, but they have like all those recording studios and stuff there. Right, it's so, like Music City or something. So I don't know. Musicians are. I don't. I'm not saying that. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm just saying like, I don't know why. I don't know why that place. I have no idea. Well, you know what? It's God Country, the Bible Belt place down there. You know how all them fucking people are. <laughs> God Country. Oh, you know what I'm talking. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what do they say? The Bible Belt. <laughs> oh my god. So. Yeah, so there. That's I don't know. It's but just I did hear that about the Super Bowl, especially yeah. if it's especially if the Super Bowl is like in that that town. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what that I mean, makes like sense. a certain yeah. town. Yeah, like whatever and, city it's yeah, in, whatever, whatever city, city they're holding in, it in. Yeah, then that is gonna be like where. Yeah, because you think about it, bunch of tourists. Nobody's gonna pay any attention. You have tourists coming from all over the world to. Yeah attend the super bowl to watch the super bowl or you know you got players uh i don't think play like i'm not saying that it's for them it's just it's a busy busy town people are going to be partying they're going to get drunk they're going to want to have sex they're going to spend money you know what i'm saying yeah i guess yeah it's like vegas but especially 
So, anyways, sickos. Yeah, they are all of them. Oh, and then um, Zorro is kind of like it's so Zorro, Zorro. The Zorro Ranch is in the middle of the King family's land. So the King family is like this prominent family in New Mexico, mm-hmm. and it's their land is south of Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. And um, which I think is odd. Because they should have seen all those girls. So, okay. So, Greg King is the son of New Mexico's former governor. And he was a state attorney between 2007 and 2015. Mm-hmm. So, they're, I guess they're like a big prominent family in New Mexico. And I guess New Mexico doesn't have like... Um, they don't have any... like they, I'm sure they have laws for like sex... Um, Sex offenders mm-hmm. and like you know, kids that are being sex trafficked, but it, they're not harsh and they're not they they kind of like overlook a lot of things. I guess the state of New Mexico does, yeah. What in the hell? I know. And then oh, and I wanted to talk about um, I guess he had like a fifteen year old Swedish girl he was holding hostage on the island on his private island. That's what I'm saying. And I think I want to say she was there for like a year. I don't know for sure. I could, I don't quote me on that, but, um, and then I guess she was, so like one of his staff members said that they saw her in the kitchen and she was crying and she had said that they had taken her phone, her passport and his friends demanded sex from her. So when asked what friends, um, she said Sarah Keller and Ghislaine Maxwell. So if you don't know who Sarah Keller is, she's, um, Jeffrey Epstein's assistant, Mm. I was going to put her into the episodes that I did, but mm-hmm. I didn't think she was really, a, I didn't think she was relevant enough to put in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was one, she was like his main assistant and she was the one, like she recruited girls also. And she's the one that had this black book of all his girls, mm-hmm. like all the, these underage girls. Um, and that's her. She's married now and I forget her married name, but she's getting that, sued. The one that left and the one that they wanted her to have a baby no that's virginia sarah keller is jeffrey epstein's assistant well i'm just gonna say this i bet you that she started off as a sex she probably did she probably did and what's her name uh ghislaine was probably you know groomed her Mm -hmm. and ghislaine is probably was the one that told her hey we should um, tag team this 15-year-old. That bitch is sick. Yeah. Like, nothing goes All of these people, head. all of these people are sick. Because yeah. why would you, why would you condone that type of behavior? Like, if I worked for somebody and I saw that happening, I would say something. Oh, and I guess one of, like, when he went to um, New Mexico and he was, like, looking for property to buy, this um, real estate agent went and dropped by his hotel that he was staying at. Mm-hmm. And she said when she knocked on the door that young girls answered the door. And she thought they were his, like, daughters. either his daughters uh-huh. or, like, um, or something. yeah, like, they, she thought that they were either his daughters or his nieces or, mm-hmm. um, or like, his daughter and a friend of hers. Mm-hmm. She said that she didn't know that they these girls were victims but she said that when she went to drop her card off that there was little girls that answered the door but okay at that point i think my my 
I would be like, where's your dad? Is your dad here? Right. Mm -hmm. Me being a parent, that's what I would say. Right. And she had a daughter like around the girls' age. Mm -hmm. Um, which is probably why she, which would make sense why she thought like, oh, yeah, probably, yes. he probably brought his daughter and some yeah. of the other little LB yeah, to keep I her get company it. Yeah, or whatever. I get it. I get that part. Hey girl, guess what? It's money. all about money. Yes, exactly. you're like, you're not going to question, you're not going to raise yes, red flags you just you're trying want, to make a sale. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to freaking support your family and feed your little bastards and whatnot, pay mm -hmm. bills or whatever. So girl, you trying to make that sale. Yeah. So I, I mean, you ain't trying to cause waves with a billionaire. Yes, I get that. But... At, I would be like, where's your dad? Can I talk to your dad? And mm -hmm. at that point, usually they'll be like, oh, he's not my dad. But hold on. But then you would be like, what the fuck? Yeah. Cause but, then, because then at that point, you're like, well, what if that was my daughter? Because she had her daughter with her. Like, that could have been her daughter. It could have been her daughter's friend. But they're probably already groomed already by that point. First of all, they're to well, say it take a lot well yeah to they're, say they're, I mean if she yeah. would have asked, where's your dad? He probably had already because if he's if he's feeling confident enough to take these little girls with him on trips in his hotel and confident that they're not gonna leave, I mean yeah. they have to be already uh you know well, what do then, you call that? brainwashed brainwashed yeah well it's like uh <laughs> stockholm syndrome. syndrome that's what I you know what thinking. i'm saying yes yeah so i mean they were with him on the road for a reason because yeah. he knew that he could trust that they wouldn't leave yeah you know so they're gonna also protect him too because they're scared well yeah and then he has money he's supporting mm -hmm. them so yeah i mean money and, and this whole storyline in this whole storyline it's you're just gonna hear over and over again money 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 money, money because that's all that this is about it's about money mm -hmm. money um makes the world go round so um and then i wanted to talk about Oh, just so you know, I remember like when I first started talking about Les, I said, I don't know if he, I know he owns Victoria's Secret and Abercrombie and Fitch, but I wasn't sure if he owned, um, Bath and Body Works. He does. He does. Yeah, he mm -hmm. does. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a, uh... when I know Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body Works are sister companies, mm -hmm. but I wasn't sure. And I didn't want to like, I wasn't sure if he maybe sold it after mm -hmm. cause I know Victoria's Secret was sold, but I don't know if he's the one that sold it or if the mm -hmm. other guy before him sold it to him. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure. And I didn't want to like, and I thought bed, bath and beyond was also, a it sister. probably is. Mm -hmm. It probably is a sister company. Yeah. Um, so it, we're, our time's almost up. So I want to talk about, um, his death. Mm -hmm. So, um, he had multiple fractures to his neck bones. Mm -hmm. Um, the, so the doctor, Dr. Bo Bowden or yeah, Dr. Bowden says that he, so he attended when the original doctor did the autopsy. He was there while she was performing the autopsy. Mm -hmm. And um, so he said that he, the way that he viewed it was it was more consistent with homicide. And so the doctor initially said, so the doctor who performed the autopsy initially stated that there wasn't enough evidence or information to rule it a suicide so on the the death certificate, she wrote pending further study. Then at the last minute, she changed it to suicide. 
Yeah, that was fucking off. Weird. That was weird. So then Dr. Bowden was like, I don't know why she did that. Because when we were performing the autopsy, she was saying that, you know, she that there needed she needed more information. There wasn't enough to actually say, yes, you know, this is a suicide. Mm-hmm. He's like, so I don't know why she changed her mind. Um, they took fingernail clippings. And then the sheet that he hung himself with, they said that he tore he tore it into pieces and he made a noose with it. So Dr. Bowden said that there was a lot of DNA on there. And they still don't know whose DNA is on that. A lot of DNA, like kumquats or what? No. Like anytime you touch something, you leave DNA. You mm-hmm. know? So, so it was his, of his fucking old ass neck. So yeah, his maybe. fucking hands. Yes, but they don't know because they don't know if he committed suicide. So the the camera that was facing his cell didn't work. Mm-hmm. The camera that was facing the hallway to show who was going in and out of that that of his cell didn't work either. Yeah, that don't that exactly sounds like some shady shit. Um and. He wasn't in prison. He was in like a county jail. So he wasn't even in prison. He was in wow. county jail waiting trial for in New York. Wow. So yeah. And another thing, like I worked, I worked at a prison. So uh, I, I worked there for like 10 minutes. It wasn't like years or anything, mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you're a pedophile, you're not going to survive. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're and not going to survive. I'm so upset that they didn't attack him. Like, I really, really wanted him to get ass raped with the knife. Like, that's what I really yeah. wanted for his fate. Me too. Yeah, you know, I, I really did. Because I, I did. And I know it sounds so awful. But, I mean, I wanted him to be tortured the way he yeah, tortured all these girls. victims. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's what he deserved. Uh, prison, so, prison justice. Yes, I hope. But he wasn't in prison at the time. He yeah. was like in a, a county jail. Exactly, which which is doesn't make sense because like exactly. if you're in a county jail, it's nothing like prison. By the way, yes, nothing. And I don't know from experience. I'm just saying, like working at a prison, it's completely different than county jail because county jail, there's people coming and and really. Giuliani says it's on, 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 I don't know, something that I saw. He said, there's always people coming in and out. Like there's, there's inmates coming in all the time. There's inmates leaving. So it's very busy. You know, it's not like a prison, but with that being said, there's always people there. Mm-hmm. So you mean to tell me that he, oh, and then, and then he, they, he was supposed to be checked on every 30 minutes. Yeah, because he wasn't on suicide watch at the time, but because of how how um, high profile high profile this case was and how he was, mm-hmm. they were doing like checks on him every thirty minutes. So he should have been. Yeah. On so from like watch. three in the morning till six thirty in the morning, nobody checked on him, and then that's when they six thirty a.m. is when they found him non-responsive in his cell, 
Um, July 23rd, he said he, he said that his roommate assaulted him, that he did not try to commit suicide. So the, his roommate tried to kill him. So they took the roommate. Then they had, they took that roommate out. Then they put another roommate in or cellmate, not roommate, cellmate. They had another cellmate in. And then like, right, I think it was like a couple days before he died, they removed him. So he mm -hmm. was there by himself. Um, what else? What else? Um... And why did they have freaking camera in that cell? It wasn't it, in the cell. It was like facing towards the cell. But why didn't they? They, they should did. have. They did. And it didn't work. I oh, know. like inside. inside. You mean inside. The cell. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I mean, things like that, you know. What the hell? Yeah. And then, um, what else was I going to say? Um, oh, Dr. Bowden said that no one has contacted him since that autopsy. So they don't like have anything. Um, they should. Yeah. And, and his brother said he just wants to know what happened to him. So J.E.'s brother? Yeah. Mark, Mark Epstein. I hate that fucking name. Just kidding. Well, I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, his family deserves to know. Yeah, what they do. To him. I mean, his but family he, does think, because because even though he was a monster, mm -hmm. he still had people that loved him. He still mm -hmm. had family. Yeah. And, I mean, I when that. you when you like, if you were to become a serial killer, mm -hmm. I would still love you and I would back you up a hundred percent, even though I hundred ten percent. Yeah, <laughs> even though I knew you were like a fucking serial killer, I'd be like, I don't care. That's still my sister. And what? <laughs> I was helping her. Our time is up. I, I, I still want to talk about so much more. I want really quick. I wanted to say that um, on Chad Prather, um, his the girl that did research, she said that um, Jeffrey Epstein's either she's like I don't know if he lived across from him from him or if he lived down that street, but um, Bill Cosby was his neighbor. Yeah. Two petties. Yes. Two on the same street. Sex offenders. Yeah. Two petties. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyways. Wow. Look at them. I could go on and on about this case. There's so much more stuff. There's so much. Like, oh my, oh my gosh, so much, but we're out of time. So. All right. Well. All right. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. So we're done. Oh, and really quick, I wanted to say mm -hmm. that. Um, Here we go. Jeffrey. <laughs> donated fifty thousand dollars to u of a what a piece of shit for science of consciousness for a science of consciousness conference um the university didn't know that jeffrey's involved that he was involved with the foundation gratitude america ltd but it was his foundation and they didn't know and they never returned that money back u of a u of a didn't good I don't think that's a big deal, but I just wanted to say it like he was even like spending money here. Oh, and then there was probably fuck. trying to buy property. Yeah. Oh, no. So I guess when he had had that house built in New Mexico, he had contacted somebody in Sedona to like build his spa. Mm -hmm. And then after a couple times, like he was like, no, we're going to go with a different company. Mm. So he had ties in Arizona, too. Yeah. Trying to sex traffic. Got the I-8, I-10. Freaking perfect. Uh freeways interstates for disaster and sex trafficking so and I, f that puto and i just want to say that i everybody keeps saying it's the clintons that killed them i really don't think so i think it was the royal family fuck those putos <laughs> <laughs> harry said that he moved out of the royal family house because um if we knew what he knew 
we would have left well too. share the love cuz <laughs> so we can talk about it and i really think that jeffrey epstein was gonna um blow the whistle on everybody and that's why he died good song anyways we're out of time guys it's like we have like 20 seconds left so <laughs> that's the end hope y'all enjoyed it yeah don't Kate. expect this much from me next week <laughs> okay thanks bye bye